All right, Adrian Phillips joins us now. We'll start with Chris Ryan, then go to Nick O'Malley. Hey, P. Hope all is well with you. Just your thoughts on what you saw on the tape from uh, the game against the Broncos, what you liked, didn't like, uh, about the way that the defense performed, and kind of an assessment as to where you find the group now uh, five weeks in. Yeah, I think the main thing that I saw was just, you know, we left some plays out there. They had a couple, uh, few drives where they drove the length of the field on us, even though they didn't get in the paint. You know, those drives ended in field goals. So uh, we just got to do a better job of getting off the field on third down and and actually winning in, in the early down situations. But uh, we had some good, we had a lot of good things going on too, but it was just uh, accumulation of things like not winning on first down and uh, not getting off the field on third down and just those couple drives where they drove the length of the field that really could have helped our offense out. How comfortable uh, comfortable are you at this point with uh, the Patriots? And um, it seems like each week you've gotten a little bit better, more comfortable um, from, from the outside. But from, from your perspective, it's been difficult with this environment that you've been in for the last two weeks. But do you feel um, more comfortable now? Yeah, I'm, with every game that goes on and every week that goes on with practice, I know we haven't had a lot of it, but, you know, you gain a lot more confidence and uh, you get a lot more familiar with the with the scheme and what's going on and, uh, and with the game plan and what we're trying to get done. So each week is getting better and better, and we just got to keep putting those things together and make sure that we end the games with wins because we're not in this for moral victory. So we just got to be – better overall and get the job done. Thanks. Uh, Nick and Zach Cox. Hi, Adrian. I wanted to ask about uh, the challenges that came with having the long layoff and only having the, the one practice before going to the Broncos game. How hard of an adjustment is it to go from having the fully remote meetings and not getting the contact in practice to getting an NFL team running at you with Philip Lindsay uh, uh, early and often uh, in Sunday's game? Yeah, I mean, uh, not being able to practice, I don't want to say it was a factor because you don't look for excuses, but, you know, you, you wish that you could have had those days, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you didn't have that, and you got to work with what you got. So would you have wanted those reps in practice? Yes, but... We made it. We made the best of this uh, of the situation that we could. And when we got to the game Sunday, you could tell like guys weren't tired or you know out of breath or their technique wasn't straight. It was just more of just just executing the job, and, and we didn't do a good job of that. So uh, it was definitely a challenge having to do everything remotely and missing out on practice and only having two practice, but two practices. But I don't think that if affected us as much as people might say it have. It just, we didn't get the job done. Thank you. And next up, Zach Cox, and then Matt Vitor. Hey, Adrian. Uh, you've spent a lot of time playing next to Juwan Bentley this season. Just what have you been able to, to learn about him as a player and as a teammate? Uh, and to quickly follow up, what was what what was able to make you guys be so successful yesterday in in those kind of tackle for loss situations and and kind of that, that aggressiveness against the run? Yeah, so playing next to Ben has actually been like super beneficial for me. I've just been a sponge, just soaking up everything. I mean, this is just 
uh, third year in the defense, and he played next to guys like Hightower, uh, Jamie, and and he just knows everything about the defense. So when I don't when I don't completely understand something, I just go straight to him, and and he answers it for me. So it's been uh, real beneficial, like being next to him and being next to him in the meetings, and actually just getting to talk about ball and how he sees certain situations, and we're you can see, like, during the game, we're able to play off each other and make plays. He can tell me when he's feeling a certain thing. I can tell him when I'm feeling something and just shoot it and play off of him and, and go be a ball player. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Next up, Matt Vitor and then Alan Siegel. Adrian, you, you guys have faced uh, Kelsey. You've faced Waller. You're fa- about to face Kittle. How does he, how does he compare style-wise with those guys and and is um is playing those guys help you prepare for a guy like him? He blocks way better than those guys. Like he's not he's not afraid to block. I mean they aren't either, but you know you just call a spade a spade. He's a he's a dog when it comes to blocking. So uh, but actually going against you know Kelsey is probably the the best route runner in the league at tight end. Waller is probably one of the fastest. The league, so you you kind of get a combination of both of those guys, and you know you get Kittle, who's who's really balanced overall. He can run, uh, he can run with the rock. His routes are good. He can block good, and uh, just being able to go against those two guys before will really help us. There's nothing that like we haven't seen, and we know what the challenge is, and you just got to go get it done. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Alan Siegel and Dan Roach. Adrian, you said something earlier uh, that was that really caught my ear and, and was interesting to me. You said about getting having problems getting off the field on third down. Yesterday, Denver was only 4-14 on third down, which suggested you guys actually had a pretty good amount of success. So in your mind, why don't you feel you did a good job on third down when the numbers suggest you actually did a pretty good job? Yeah, I mean, we shoot for perfection. And once the game got on, uh, like in the second half, we played a lot better. But me personally, I'm just thinking about a couple third downs that uh, that we let them have that they shouldn't have had, and that's why, to me, I felt like we could have played a lot better and been able to uh, flip the flip the field position for our for our offense. So that's where I was getting with that. I know that they they didn't have a great day on third down, but I was just personally thinking about a couple plays that could have helped change the tide of the game. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks like last question, we'll go to Dan Roach. Hi, Adrian. Uh, this is the latest in 18 seasons that a Bill Belichick team has been under 500. Uh, do you get a sense of urgency after yesterday and, and listening to Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater and, and the word sense of urgency have come up? Do you kind of feel that already as you get ready for this next game for you guys, just how important it is, especially – after the strangeness of the last couple of weeks? Yeah, so I, I wasn't I, – I haven't been here in the past, so I don't know how it's been, like, you know, winning a whole bunch of games, I guess. But uh, I would, the main thing I would say is there is a sense of urgency and I, just because, like, things have been different in the past. But it's just you're two and three. You know, you probably drop a couple games that you – know you should have won and the schedule is only going to get tougher so it's just time to 
it's been time to turn it up a notch and after what happened yesterday, you know, we really can't wait around now. So uh I guess the the sense of urgency would just kind of be like, you know, don't use the past two weeks as an excuse and don't let last week beat us again. Just get back on track, keep rolling and and go from there. Okay, I don't see any other hands raised, so I think we'll end it there. Thank you very much, Adrian. Appreciate it. I yeah, appreciate you guys.